We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in she jail. She also tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? At the Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. So glad to have you with us this beautiful Friday. JC and I are pre-recording the show. We'll probably be pre-recording many of these shows through the holidays as our schedule becomes uh, spread out, et cetera, and how all that works. And so, so I want to start off by simply saying to you, let's uh, make sure that you like and share this podcast, please. Make sure that you are making your comments below. Like and share now, because if you're doing it while it's live, then people will be able to come on live. The more people that come on the live, get the algorithm pushed out more. The more comments you leave, gets the algorithm pushed out more. And so like and share now, uh, sort of like voting, like early, like often. <laughs> Come on now. All right. So uh, just a little PSA for you. I will be on Victory News this evening at 5 p.m. Uh, you can find us. That would be prior to this show. That would be prior to this show. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, um, I was on Victory News at 5 p.m. today. <laughs> And you didn't know it because now you're now just seeing the notice. But you can go to YouTube and go to the Victory Channel channel and watch the replay of the Victory News where I was on it at 5 p.m. prior to this show. Correct. <laughs> Correct. JC, I was I, I was tickled pink to be the guest speaker last night at the Hillsborough County uh, REC Christmas party. I thought that was really awesome. And I asked JC to make a uh, selfie for us. And look what happened to be in the background. A tree. <laughs> There's a tree in the background. That's great. And I thought maybe because the um, other thing that's in the background was uh, backwards, maybe it avoided the AI. You think maybe because no, all the know. words are backwards. I don't know how that works. But anyway, I thought that that was pretty cute. It, I, I first off, I just think that's a really nice picture of me and JC. JC does very good selfies, even though he hates doing selfies. He does a very good selfie. He's got the right length of arm, and he understands that higher is better, right? Because when you shoot up somebody's nose, you give them twelve chins, and women know this. Women know this. But, you know, last night, JC, it was fun talking to the REC 
here in Hillsborough County because they have a pretty big movement there. Uh, pretty good a momentum of sort of uh, flush and purge the rhinos going. And that's that's always very encouraging to me. Yeah, it's a real conservative um, REC. It's good. Is that the definition of conservative now? No rhinos? Yeah, I think that's probably the general. I like that. Generally understood, right. I guess. Well, we have a guest. We have a guest interview today for the second half of the show. So the first half of the show is going to go by pretty quickly. I'm going to step out and then you will do the interview. That's right. Right. A dear friend of ours. And he's going to tell you about some very important. Yeah. Stopped in products. yesterday. So, yeah. Yeah. A little interview we did yesterday. And um, yeah. So I won't be wearing the same thing. Like, oh, JC is Batman. He just like yeah. changes his his uh, his clothes. So there's a couple things. There's one thing that a, a thread that I wanted to work through because one of the things that we talked about, or at least that I talked about last night, is the thankfulness that we have for uh, Governor Ron DeSantis in being a strong states' rights governor. In being a governor that understands that there's more to do and better options than just suing the federal government and compliance with certain mandates are simply not an option. So when you're progressing into a really strongly sovereign state, the proper role of a state in, the, in our constitutional republic, this is the kind of governor that you want to look for. But with the voting the way it is, it is really, really essential for us to understand that we are at any given time one vote away from having a governor that doesn't understand that. So the real importance here is the education of the people in understanding what is the purpose of government and just how, and I just want to say, is how fragile, how fragile the security of liberty really is. And so Liberty Council has this really, really wonderful article. Uh, I shared it on social media, so you can see it there. But the Liberty Council article is titled, From the Internment Camps to New York City. And this is a, a, a about a worldwide report on vaccine mandates. So Belgium tear gassed protesters this weekend. Australia is shipping COVID negative people to internment camps. And New York City just implemented a new unlawful vaccine mandate on all employees, including religious schools. So I'm not really quite sure how religious schools falls into that whole government employees thing, but Employers. Employers. Mandate on thing. all employers. So, oh, all employers. Okay. Including religious schools. Will we stand by and watch this happen? Now, this is a really interesting story. And I wanted to highlight this article because I need, I want you guys to actually see what's happening around the world. In Prague, Czech Republic, citizens took to the streets carrying signs that read, get vaccinated over your dead bodies as the government imposed more stringent lockdowns. In Brussels, Belgium, police sprayed tear gas on 35,000 protesters. Can you imagine 35,000 Americans hitting the streets over something like this? In Rotterdam, the Netherlands, police shot at least two of the more than 10,000 protesters that filled the Dutch streets. In Vienna, Austria, officers in paramilitary riot gear arrested protesters who carried no to vaccination signs and compared the current government lockdowns to the Nazi Germany of Hitler's era. But here's, as if that's not enough, here is the, the key story that they have in here. He's, uh, Liberty Council says, but none of this quite compares to what is happening in Australia which is now forcing citizens into COVID internment camps, whether they have COVID or not. 26-year-old Haley Hodson was just freed from one such Australian lockup, and the media in Australia and America is trying to silence her. 
So you go through the story here, JC. Haley was forced into a COVID cab, which is a contact contracted transport by the government to get these people, right? We don't have rail cars anymore. We have we have we have COVID Ubers. She when she got to this destination, she saw row upon row of 2,000 quickly constructed shanty bungalows surrounded by high fences, cameras watching everything, and armed guards keeping to keep people from escaping. Okay. So if you have to lock someone in, that's not to keep somebody safe. Locking people in doesn't keep you safe. That's not the purpose of that. She was told she would have to stay there for at least 14 days or longer if she didn't comply. She didn't follow the rules. She was put in a box of a room. Meals were delivered to her once a day. She snuck video footage. They must have at least allowed her to have a cell phone and secretly taped what she secretly taped showed guards telling her that despite her continual negative test results, she and others were forbidden from moving from their bungalows and balconies to even speak to others at the camp. She says that she was finally released just over a week ago and she will not remain quiet. But what's really disturbing is people are just abiding by the rules, going with the flow, but the flow doesn't seem to be getting any better. She was actually told, JC, that this is that by the guards, that this is happening all over the world. These bungalows for non-compliers. And now... Bungalows bungalows sounds pleasant yeah right you gotta give it this bungalows they're just boxes of rooms for people who do not fit the government agenda no due process you just load you up in a cab and you take you there and you're can and you have to stay there otherwise uh and, and abide by whatever the guards say or they'll make you stay longer this is and it's happening all over or the shoot world you. or shoot you right but here's something new. We told you about the Belgium protesters, right? Well, in Belgium, the courts have ruled that a COVID uh, vaccine pass is illegal in Wallonia. So a court in Belgium's Wallonia region has ruled that the use of a COVID pass is illegal and ordered the local government to pay a daily fine of 5,000 euros until they withdraw the measure. So Belgium is outlawing vaccine passports. Meanwhile, New York City is ramping up vaccine passports. Other cities in America considering implementing in one way or another a COVID vaccine passport. I'm just wondering what's missing in America. If in Belgium, a court can say you can't use a COVID passport because it violates the rights of the people. In America, where our constitutional republic is designed to be more attentive to the rights of the people, more restrictive to the power of government. We already, JC, have a Supreme Court case. We already have a Supreme Court case from, um, I forget, 1950s called Kent v. Dulles. Let me explain. Let me show you what this court case says. All right. So this is Kent v. Dulles, a 5-4 majority opinion for Kent. This is a Supreme Court. You can see who was on, on the court at the time. So it was a, you know, what we have here is an older case. 
held that the right to travel is an inherent element of liberty that cannot be denied to American citizens. Although the executive may regulate travel practices of citizens by requiring them to obtain a valid passport, it may not condition the fulfillment of such a passport by requiring them to, uh, by require, with such requirements that impose an abridgment of the basic constitutional notions of liberty, assembly, association, and personal autonomy. The court said, the right to travel is a part of liberty of which the citizen cannot be, I'll have to read that for you because our picture's in the way, cannot be deprived without due process of law under the Fifth Amendment. So much is conceded by the Solicitor General. And I wanted to put this up here because of our Liberty First Society students, so you can see this. In Anglo-Saxon law, the right was emerging at least as early as the Magna Carta. So those of you who study with us at libertyfirstsociety.com, you know that the Magna Carta is one of our foundational documents. And here we have the Supreme Court of the United States referencing the Magna Carta as an indication that the right to freely travel is an inherent element of liberty that cannot be denied to American citizens. So the liberal progressives who love precedent, who love judicial supremacy, how is it that the same liberal progressives who will tell you that Roe v. Wade is the law of the land because it's precedent and that you should be in front of the firing squad if you violate Roe v. Wade, here you have Kent v. Dulles, which establishes that travel, the inherent that the right to travel is an inherent element of liberty, and that you cannot con condition the fulfillment of that right to travel on requirements with the imposition of rules that abridge basic constitutional notions of liberty, assembly, association, and personal autonomy. These vaccine passports are absolutely completely, first off, they're unconstitutional, number one, because the president of the United States has not delegated the authority under this article, under article two, to exercise this kind of power. But secondly, the power itself is not only not authorized, it is forbidden because it infringes on the rights of the people. And what's encouraging to me, I mentioned last night, JC, in, in the program, is that we are now seeing the courts and even some in government starting to recognize the limited power of the office of the president. My concern is, will it stay if there's a Republican president? Right. Right. Will the Republican majority in the House or the Republicans in the House and the majority in the Republicans in the Senate still believe that the president is limited in its in his power when it's a Republican president? Some will. Because some will. the Democrats wanted Donald Trump to be limited, but then they want they Biden want to be completely unlimited. Mm hmm. So we're seeing this movement here. I'm going to show you this. This actually happened yesterday. In largely a symbolic move, NPR reports, the Senate votes to block Biden's vaccine or test mandate. Now, this is it is symbolic because, first off, as the article mentions, um, it was a 52-48 vote with two Democrats, Joe Manchin of West Virginia and John Tester of Montana, joining all Republicans to overturn the regulation. Now, they say the vote is largely symbolic because it's unlikely that the Democrat majority in the House will take up the measure. And the White House has said President Biden will veto it if it actually goes through the House and the Senate. I disagree, JC. I disagree that it is largely a symbolic move because this is something that I have been saying for a long time now. We hired these people in the Senate 
to support and defend the Constitution of the United States right. and the rights of the people. And they're doing it. That's not symbolic. That's their job. And the condition of their employment is really irrelevant to what the House is willing to do or if the president is going to overturn it or not. Mm. By doing their job, they're actually shining a light on the unconstitutionality of the other branches, the other division of their own branch. Yeah. And they're pointing out to the people that there's a choice. Yeah. At the same time, there are people that hide behind votes that they know yeah. they know are not going to pass. So they know it's a throwaway right. vote. So like the two Democrats, Manchin and, and Tester, mm -hmm. I'm not saying this is the case, but if they happen to be in conservative areas, they'll vote. They'll make a conservative vote. And they're, you know, and the leadership will allow them to do that because they know it's ultimately not going to pass anyway. Right. But I think. So they'll pretend to be conservative for a moment just to placate people, right. people back at home. Regardless of their disingenuous motive. But you're right. I it's what they should the do. I believe the message, anyway. though, yeah. and the encouragement that the people get from this is what's important. Well, it also puts a pressure. I mean, it starts the ball rolling. You, yes. you, you don't know. Here's the thing. You don't know what the House is going to do. Mm -hmm. You don't know what kind of pressure could happen from the public, what kind of things happen between now and then. Um, that, if, that if, who knows? And if 30,000 people can hit the street in a foreign country, yeah, 10,000 people in, in Belgium, right? Right. Then what what is holding the American yeah. people back? So I, I think it puts the pressure on the House and... But I you hope know, that it encourages so I, the people to hit the streets sure. because now they think, hey, we got half of the legislative branch that's willing to Correct. stand with us. Correct. Let's, Even when you don't hold it. apply the pressure. And you're talking, you know, the, the one the one uh, chamber voted when the Republicans don't even have the majority there. Right. So you got this, what ought to be a Republican vote, you got this through, you know, so... Yeah, that ought to spur people to put the pressure on the House. And then, if anything, you expose the House further. You mm -hmm. can really zero in on, uh, you know, who, who's who. I wanted to share this, JC, because I did. And it, put pressure, it puts pressure on yeah. Biden. I posted this on social media, and Thomas Tanner uh, posted a, a comment on my Facebook page, and I thought it was really appropriate and clever. He said, in a largely symbolic move, Joe Biden passes vaccine mandates. Right. Because that's really all it is. He doesn't have the uh, a lawful authority to do this via the Constitution. The authority to do this is with the power to do this is without authority, yeah. which makes it null and void. And this is, is symbolic. And this is NPR. So they have to put that they put in that poison pill in there yeah. to deter exactly what you're talking about. Right. Well, they want to demotivate. Oh, this yeah. is just symbolic. It's meaningless. Yeah. Stay on the couch. Right. So they're they're actually trying to to demotivate the public. Right. But we need to take this and we need to to run with this. And I'm I wanted everybody out there to see how people around the world are taking a stand and making changes. You know, they hit the streets in Belgium. We got Belgium court swinging this way. We have Bel we have American courts. I, you know what, JC, I was thinking the other day we have this. Uh, teaching at, at the River School of Government, I have a, a law class that I'm teaching to our, our seniors. And it occurred to me, I, I can't remember a time when the courts have so aligned on a subject all across the board. You have all the federal courts falling into line to tell us that these mandates are without authority. Mm -hmm. And I believe that it's the move of these courts. You have such so many courts that have actually applied the pressure to the politicians in the Senate. I believe it's actually the courts themselves that have been the impetus for the Senate to do what they've done.
right? So these things happen in sort of a domino effect as one stands and everybody else joins in them. And so we as a people must take this momentum and keep going because this is not about whether you keep your job or not. The jab is not, the choice of taking a jab or not, of complying with a mandate or not, is not about keeping your job or not. It's about whether your children will be loaded into a cab and taken to a room and told you will comply with our orders or you won't leave. Amen. So I want us to be encouraged by this momentum I want us to keep the pressure on, keep the pressure on understanding we have a better constitution than these other governments. And this is something that we actually have a an advantage to all the other countries in the world. We have the advantage if you use it, if we use it, we have the advantage if we use it. Well, I want to say thank you to everybody from me. And I'm going to go ahead and. In, in the meantime, you have these woke companies that are going along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so our friend Rob Altamir, uh, guy I joined the Navy with, we've known since uh, since being in the Navy. Nineteen, I've known since nineteen ninety. I know him since nineteen ninety six. And so he's come up he's come up with a tool to help to help be a, a solution to help use as a solution. So to basically a tool to help you. Uh, not have to comply with these woke companies, woke businesses, restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, stores, and and that sort of thing, and not just not comply, but then then connect you with people who see things like you see, page support patriot businesses, mm-hmm. and it really stop patroning patronaging uh, these woke businesses. So and it really establishes helps to start establish the uh, alternative commerce so that through the free market, you avoid the woke businesses and patronize the ones that respect and appreciate the rights of their customers. So it is called Breathe Easy, the Breathe Easy app. And there's the website on the screen, breathes.org, B-R-E-A-T-H-E-Z.org. And my friend Rob stopped by to talk about it with us, to introduce what is coming. So enjoy. See you guys uh, later after the end of this. Share audio. Here we go. Take it away. Rob and JC from yesterday. All right. Welcome, everybody. Um, this is JC, as you know, and I'm here with my friend Rob, not, not Bob. <laughs> and uh, so Rob and I basically joined the Navy together. So he's a Navy vet, uh, also Intel guy, Russian linguist. Uh, I mean, uh, well, you were initially Couple. Spanish. You, you, well, you joined for Arabic. That's, then went Spanish. Sort of do that story, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so start, and that was during the Persian Gulf, you know, so they wanted everybody to be yeah, Arabic language. So, yeah. But Spanish, which you, is your mom, like she natively speaks Spanish or what? She's, I think, second generation okay. from Mexico. So you grew generation. up with a little, a little yeah, Spanish yeah. background anyway. Yeah. So took the Spanish and then uh, Serbian, Croatian after that. That's right. Yeah. Bosnian War kicked off and then uh, they were looking for anybody that would go through the school. Yeah. And here, there I was. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. You've done all that kind of stuff. Um, mine for gold in Africa. <laughs> yep. I had a small gold mining operation in West Africa for about, I don't know, three, four months. And there was a show on, I think it was one of the cable shows. This is, uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, gold africa gold or something like that and uh it was for real it was yeah and i realized that's how you made money mining for gold is you get a a cable show to do it (laughs) (laughs) otherwise you make it squat yeah yeah Yeah. but you you mine some good stories oh my god yeah the stories i've got from there yeah for sure amazing and then you did pi work for a while right a little little bit of PI. a little bit for that yeah Yeah. so when i transitioned out of the navy and uh, i was working for the dod for a while 
I did investigations, uh, you know, forward in Iraq and Afghanistan and all the rest. So then you went into like the math realm, bro. Like That's right. You counting know, and numbers. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I transitioned out of defense and then into private business and then uh, kind of leveraged my love for uh, numbers and statistics to optimize business operations using gotcha. stats. Yeah. Cool, man. Awesome. So a very storied life from my, my friend, fellow patriot. Uh, and, and now, you know, you, you've been watching like the rest of us and experiencing like the rest of us, all the, the craziness and the tyranny rising around us, uh, particularly I, 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 from where you are now and, and what you're working on. Uh, well, I'll let you explain that. What what you got going on now, we're talking about the Breathe, Breathe Easy app, but um, tell us, tell us, what that is and what kind of prodded you yeah. to, to, to try to come up with this solution. Right. So the, uh, I was, I was living in Portland, Oregon, uh, Antifa Central. <laughs> yeah. And, and talk about West Africa stories. I've got Portland <laughs> stories too. I'm telling you. Uh, and honestly, Portland was actually a really great city. Uh, in spite of all the craziness, you kind of loved that crazy. You there's love there's a certain clip I should have had for this interview i totally forgot when we were driving around portland no no oh. you and portland you tangling with antifa oh, yeah. in portland when you slammed that guy up against the concrete pillar and then got jumped by some lgbt yeah there's question <laughs> there's mark. youtube video out there of me uh getting scrappy with some, some <laughs> folks uh so like i said there's plenty of portland stories <laughs> just like there are you know, getting jumped by a meth head and at like 7.30 in the morning on my way down to work. I mean, aren't you supposed to be in bed at 7? If you're a meth head, isn't that the, isn't that at least one of the benefits is that you're going to sleep in? But this, this he's person. out, of, he's about his business early in the morning. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm living in Portland, Oregon. And of course, uh, the, the COVID things happens and all that. And I saw the writing on the wall at, at the very first couple of weeks, people are talking about talking about a pandemic and talking about being sick and all that. And because I took the train in from outside Portland to in Portland to, you know, to go to work. Well, Portland uses those metros as kind of like an adjunct homeless shelter, right? <laughs> Especially overnight. <laughs> Mobile, right. So the last thing I wanted to do was to be spending any time in, when I was still taking the pandemic as seriously as a lot of people were at the very beginning. You know, I, I moved all my work home. I had the opportunity to be able to work from home. Mm -hmm. So even before everybody uh, closed down and locked up and, and all the rest, I moved out of downtown and was working at home early. And then about maybe two weeks after that, then things got serious and, oh, we're going to close everything. And, and that's that. Anyway, so um, as that lockdown was happening, kind of ratcheting down it seemed like it was a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more um i i my line in the sand was wearing a mask because after a, a couple of weeks honestly yeah after a couple of weeks i saw that this was not exactly correct mm -hmm. right this is not going like what you would expect yeah and uh, i didn't know anybody that was yeah it, it was I, a lot of people were initially cautious you know what i mean so was i and then you could be like wait a minute this doesn't add up it, it, that's exactly right. Is that, of course, you know, I was, I was cautious. I, you know, stopped riding the train. I started working from home, started washing my vegetables when, <laughs> when I went to the grocery store. I know you're supposed to do that anyway, but I'm a lazy, so, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, so um, after a while, uh, I realized that that it, this was just not working right it wasn't as what you would expect and then they start to weaponize it and yeah and then they started saying okay well uh we want everybody to wear masks now and and that just sounded stupid on the just uh, on the face of it you know, I, it, it, this is a micro unprotected it's a virus right and it, and um, a, it was just silly and i and that was my line in the sand mm -hmm. my line in the sand was i'm not going to let you some bureaucrat tell me what I can and can't do. Well, what I can do, what I must do, right? right. Uh, and I, I really think that a lot of people have forgotten what liberty really means. Mm -hmm. If you are a free person, then there's very precious little that anybody can tell you to do, actively do right. something. 
Compulsion. Compulsion. So, um, like I said, my line in the sand was wearing the mask. And uh, so I would go around Portland, Portland, right, without a mask. And I, yeah, sure, I absolutely got kicked out of places, right? Mm -hmm. But it, as I wrote in one of my essays for you, that the uh, you have to go to these businesses as if you're walking onto a used car lot. Right. You know, you have to be ready to walk away at any moment. Anyhow, so what I did was I just simply started testing. Can I go into this business and without a mask? Now, in the early days when everybody was wearing a mask, um, well, I suppose even now, I'm in Florida now, thank God. So um, anyway, uh, I remember watching a guy in, in the grocery store looking at me and the, in his eyes was, I didn't know you could do that. Right. He's walking around with a mask on and I ran into him again. You know, you kind of. Start but it's clear him. he doesn't want to. Well, he, he would he, prefer not to. He would prefer. Absolutely. He was surprised that you didn't have to. Right. When I ran into him again, yeah, ran into, but you know, when you see him again in the grocery store, his mask was off. Right. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we've seen we, we've seen that over and over throughout this experience. And when we when we walk around free, right, it, it, you know, early, especially here in Florida, in our area, and then they were kind of, everybody was masking up and or being told to mask. And of course, they want to have curfew and all the crazy stuff that our county commissions tried to do. And uh, we were like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Walk into Walmart. In fact, they had the greeter, the Walmart greeter turned into mask enforcer. Yes. And they would stand there with this box. Yes. Of, you know, the paper mask. Um, sir, would you like a mask? And I would say, no, no, thanks. And keep walking. Uh, or sir, can you put your mask on? <laughs> no. And keep walking. <laughs> and then we would go around the store, you know, and then people would, we'd have the same thing. People would see you and go, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, he's not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. Right. And right. It, it was kind of contagious. So you, you start to realize that there are a lot of people, uh, who would prefer not to be masked up, but then maybe they have the courage or they, they didn't know, they weren't sure or whatever. They would, they would comply um, for whatever reason. But, but then when they would see someone who's yeah. not, that would encourage them and empower them. Exactly. And, and you know, you know uh, what is it? Iron sharpens iron, mm -hmm. right? So I, I thought to myself, okay, well, first of all, I'm not gonna wear a mask anywhere right? How far can I go without wearing a mask and without, let's say, getting arrested or beaten up by another meth head or Karen or meth Karen, you know, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so um, essentially over time, as I'm going around these businesses, like I said, got kicked out of many. This is obviously Portland, uh, but some I did not. And because things were so tight down anyway, there weren't a lot of businesses open at any rate, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I found a pizza shop there uh, where I lived outside of downtown Portland that never closed. They never closed. Wow. And uh, yeah, we found a couple of in the, in the area as we've gone back and forth to, to that area in, in Washington and Oregon, there are a lot of little places like that. They didn't, they didn't make a lot of publicity or make no. a lot of noise, but they were, they were off in a little corner mm -hmm. of some strip mall off somewhere outside of everybody's, you had yeah. to know that they were there and that's key. You had to know that they were there and that they were open. And uh, so while everybody is, you know, getting their food delivered from Publix or Safeway or whatever, uh, I was able to go get a pizza because they never closed. Right. But anyway, so uh, th that's kind of what happened. This but how would you know that? And how would any, how would others know that? Exactly. Right. right. You wouldn't know. And, and so that's kind of where Breathe Easy came around. That, that, was the, the, that was the the kernel of the idea for Breathe Easy in that uh, as I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, it's you have to know they won't hassle you, mm -hmm. right? Because so few people, I went through, I, I had uh, what's called in the military SEER training, you might be familiar with it, where it's POW training and they, they kind of teach you how to survive captivity, which we are very much in. And I wrote an essay on exactly that point. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, it, and they talk about those little wins and those testing, you have to test your jailer's limits because every inch that you gain for yourself, that you just that little bit more free. Yeah. And what happened, I realized this, uh, I don't know, about a month or so into all of it. And you had to know that some businesses were not going to hassle you and some businesses would, right? Or even the customers themselves. Yeah. Remember Portland. So I just simply started going around my daily routine and testing these businesses. It's funny you, you describe it that way. You said every inch you, 
you know, when you push back and test them, every inch you gain, right, is a little more freedom for yourself. Everybody's spreading around, everybody's passing around social media, the Jordan Peterson video where he talked about the reverse of that. So, uh, you know, well before this happened and how uh, you get pushed so far and your liberty gets slowly taken away. And he's like, you know, if I wanted to, if I wanted to encroach, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd go two millimeters I watched and then you exactly back up that. and then I go a little more and go a little more. And then you've, you've given up more ground than you should. And you're way over here next time. And of course everybody, Oh, this and this would happen. But you're talking, you're describing, Hey, you can do that too. Yes. For Liberty. So yes. you push back and every two millimeters you gain. Right. So it works both ways. And uh, so I'm glad you, you described it that way. I, I watched that exact video and I, I noticed the same parallel as well. And, and here's the thing, too, is that very early on in all this, I was that guy who was in the store screaming and yelling, you can't do this, da, 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 the whole thing. And, uh, and you know, beware the quiet man, mm -hmm. right? Because at, at a certain point, okay, I'm talking to a nobody employee who, who all they're doing is enforcing rules that even they don't want to enforce, right? Right. Which, by the way, there is absolutely a time and place to push back in, in a loud way, mm -hmm. right? Because you want to make it just as uncomfortable for the jailer right. to enforce his rules as it is for the rules to be upon you. Yep. Nevertheless, there's always a couple of different ways to skin that cat. The other, of course, is to force that company or that business, whoever, to live by those rules that they are enforcing, mm -hmm. right? So, okay, if you if you want me to wear a mask in here, then I'm simply not going to come to your store anymore. Right. Right. And that was the point of the testing as I'm going around on my daily errands, you know, running to here, there and everywhere. Okay. I got to pick up this, pick up this. And, and I'm telling you, there are two types of people in the world in this context. And that is the people who just want to, just want to live their life. They don't want to make a stand. They don't want to do anything. They just want to live their life. And they're the ones who will, see the sign on the door and comply with the sign. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing is that that person is not complying because they agree. That person is complying because they don't know how much strength they have. Mm -hmm. Right. The other person, in my in my opinion, is the person who sees the sign and ignores it completely and will walk right past it. And that takes gumption. There's no doubt about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you walk right past that sign and then wait to see if you get jumped by some Karen. Yeah. If you don't, you just created yourself two more inches of freedom. You know, you ever drive, you're driving through a neighborhood or, you know, down the road and you see those signs, the flash with the numbers, your speed is whatever. Sure. Those don't work on me. <laughs> they don't. I mean, cause you all, cause I know what they are. It's just exactly what you're describing. And there's the sign there's nobody standing there enforcing that. There's nothing going to happen to you. The sign itself is used right. as enforcement. Right. And so it's only enforceable to the extent that you comply to it. So I laugh all the time. I drive through these things and I look at those signs. Your speed is this slow down, slow down. I'm like, no, right. I'm, I'm good. I like my speed. Right. So those things don't work on me. So I'm in that crowd. I don't even, the guy's like, you need a master, whatever keep walking. Exactly. So over time, over time, I basically put together this, this small and in Portland, a very small list of businesses mm -hmm. that either by policy would not, I knew the publics there. That was huge. When I discovered that publics was not going to anywhere, any of the publics mm -hmm. were not enforcing their mask mandates. They didn't have yeah. guards. Right. Right. Uh, Southwest, of course, they, they had announcements. Started. They, they had announcements, but but they bing, bing. They, made they, they bounce it, off me. They made like, it known that they weren't enforcing it. Because we did that here. We shop at the Publix. Uh, we've been kind of ghetto area of town. So Publix is like the most decent place you can shop in our area. So that's where we go to get groceries. And uh, you you're always hear the announcements about the mask, blah, blah, blah. So it's like they were covering their legal uh, basis. Yeah, but they made it known it wasn't enforced. So. I never wore a mask in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't anyway, but most people we knew they didn't wear, they didn't wear a mask uh, in the publics, even though the announcements were going off because they knew no, nobody's going to do anything about it. Right. That's right. not the point of the announcement for these guys. But of course, you know, <laughs> yeah, people will, people will take them seriously. Yeah, right? absolutely. So your, after your speed is 45, slow down. Yeah. No. Mask required. Yeah, exactly.
So uh, after a while, I put this list of businesses together and those ended up being the only businesses that I went to. Mm -hmm. And obviously my circle was extremely small at that point. However, in spite of the fact that my circle of uh, the places that I would, would go, that I decided to go was small, I was still free. Right. Right. And so at the, by that token, I was more free than the guy that's walking all over town, but he was all masked up and, you know, living in fear. That's awesome. So then that's, that's the genesis of the app idea. So you are basically going around, uh, you know, investigating your world, your community, uh, as far as the business is concerned and who, who's friend and who's foe, yes. who's going to hassle you, uh, who's not, who believes in liberty, who doesn't, or let's say who's, who's going to take a stand for liberty uh, and who's not. So let me, and that's uh, breathe, breathe easy is the app b-r-e-a-t-h-e-z dot org is the website and so let me let me look let's look at the uh i want to share your website here uh so there we have it breathe easy so we can go to breathe easy website uh let's what do i see here breathe easy patriots fighting tyranny through community where are the businesses that respect liberty and freedom breathe easy is the patriots tool of non-compliance. So, so how does this work? So I, there's an app, I get that on my phone, right? And I see here, I'm looking at the app and basically people can go around I mean, people are shopping and, and eating and whatever, just like you were doing, Mm -hmm. but, but now you have a place where the list you made, you can collect that essentially in a database for folks in an app and wherever they are, anywhere in the country, any community in the country yeah. can do this. Right. And so they don't have to search. No. But with Breathe, Breathe Easy, they, they're already going to know. Yes, right. So a, a brief caveat, Breathe, Breathe Easy, the app is not, uh, is not yet launched. This is the website that will uh, announce it when it is launched. We're looking at probably January 1st, plus or minus, to get it out there. We've been working on this app for a year. And uh, if I could, uh, if you guys want to keep up to date on on the latest updates on what's going on, by all means, get on breatheeasy.org, sign up and subscribe. I'm not going to spam you with a bunch of stuff because, quite frankly, it's just me here. This is 100% self-funded. You're looking at the, the uh, this is me that I'm uh, and I'm putting this out there. And I simply don't have time to push out spam emails to everybody. <laughs> I will essentially just be keeping keeping everybody updated on the progress of the app itself, maybe once every couple of weeks or so. Nevertheless, so yes, the app itself essentially kind of works almost like a mix between Google Ads and LinkedIn, right? Where uh, because it, it first of all it leverages the power of the internet and the power of social media. This is essentially a social media site where an individual can turn his vote when he finds a business, a patriot business that does, that respects your liberty, or if he discovers a business that insults your liberty, he, not, he can create that vote and then any other user in the area or nationwide will see to, hey, we need to make sure to go to this business, not that business. Right. Basically what it does is it automates or creates, recreates what I was doing in Portland as an individual going around testing, right? And then making a little note, never come here again because they're yeah. gonna throw me out or by all means, go yeah. get that pizza place. And I heard you use the term boycott and boycott. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wish I could lay claim to the, the coining of the term boycott because it's a damn good term. However, the point is, is to essentially starve the beast. Uh, this all ends when we decide it ends, yeah. right? And what we what we are doing here is I'm, I'm pushing this tool out to all the other patriots across the country because they're frankly more than uh, more of us than them right and once we are able to unify our actions through common mores and common values then there's no stopping us there you can't you know, honestly your movie non-compliant is uh, the way I, I think about it in this way is that non-compliant is the philosophical reason of why mm-hmm. Right. And if I may be so bold, non-compliant is the how. Right. Is that your movie, non-compliant, which I saw on day two when it, when it came out. <laughs> right. I loved it. And obviously, Chris Ann was great in it. The well, you were good, too. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, I had a bit a bit part in this little 
small role. See, but it, it really lays I'm terrible, out. I'm a terrible agent. Oh, I try to get a leading role, but you know, he sucks. He could I, I fired him. Yeah, I fired good, him. Good, good. I fired him. But uh, yeah, so uh, non-compliant, it gives out that big idea. Mm. You are a free person. You know, these insults to your liberty are just that, insults. And I'm, I'm hoping that Breathe Easy can be the tool, really just the tool, yeah. to unify our actions to starve the beast of our passive compliance, yeah. right? Not even active, but just passive compliance. Yeah, it's funny because we, people, people live in their bubbles, you know, wherever they are. And so wherever we go, oh, I don't know anybody doing this and where's this, where that, like, because we travel so much and move around so much, you know, we, we see so many more, but um, that's usually the perspective. People are very limited and they don't, mm -hmm. they don't know who's doing what. Mm -hmm. And so this is great where it kind of collects those things. You can look, cause there, there are people, and I'm talking about, we'll go to a community. Like there's, there's a person here, there's a person six houses down fighting this thing. And this person doesn't know that person's fighting and what they're, what they're taking a stand on. So this, I love the connection of this and just like, like Google maps, you know, you can go and they have their ratings or whatever, but this Patriot oriented, you, you know, is this a patriotic business? Then we're going, this is where we're going to go. We're going to give our money uh, to people who share our values. Right. And this place is some woke, uh, right. tyrannical little company. And we're not giving them, we're not giving them our money. Right. And you can thumbs down, thumbs up, who's good, who's not. I, I love it. And, uh, you know, this is, and it's, it's voluntarism. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not trying to pass law to close down this business, that business, whatever, but I'm, I'm essentially voting with, this is a tool to enable you right. to vote with your wallet. Yes. Yes. The, uh, the idea too. So the, I, I personally think the secret sauce here is that, yeah, okay, this is a, a business that is insulting my liberty and requiring me to show them my papers, mm -hmm. right? But the problem is, of course, is that, yeah, but where else am I supposed to go? Right. Right. And, and so you knuckle under because they are the only game in town or they are the only game that you know about that you can get your dog food or whatever at. The airlines are a good example of this, right? They know they're it. Yeah. I will never fly in the airlines again while this is all going on. And they have treated us cumulatively over the last 20 years bad but i think it's really ripped the the mask off the airlines yeah uh, for sure and anyway the so the idea here is is this so what that breathe easy provides or breathe easy users provide each other honestly mm -hmm. because everything is it's it's crowdsourced opinions right yeah. so the idea is that at the moment that because you're standing in your store in the store you just got kicked out you're going to vote with this person down or this business down, what Breathe Easy will do is it will give you a list of alternative businesses within the same segment of the, uh, of the let's say it's pet food stores or grocery stores or yep. lamp stores, whatever. Uh, you vote down and then it will provide you all the alternative businesses that are either non-rated, mm -hmm. nobody's been there yet yep. to, to vote, or above right yeah. thereby you are never required to give a business that hates you your money ever again yeah that's awesome man and so obviously the more people that have the app and the more people are participating then the the more the, the more help you're going to get in in knowing you know who's out there where should i go where shouldn't i go now i'll, I'll say this too is that at the beginning i, I said there's two kinds of people out there there's people who just want to live their life and then there are the others that want to go out and actively fight back and actively mm -hmm. push and create those more and more and more you know push back and the way the voting works kind of facilitates that right yeah. because so if you want to for me i am the guy that will go out and walk into a business and just ignore i'll ignore their sign and just wait to see if anybody hassles me or not mm -hmm. and even here in florida <laughs> i got hassled a couple times yeah, sure. But that was okay. I just turned around and walked away. Yeah. Right. All I needed was the Breathe Easy app at the time to be able to vote down. But there's that guy who can walk in, walk past the sign and test to see and then actively vote on this business, especially businesses that haven't been voted on yet. Yeah. Because I that's I want to find those patriot businesses. Right. I, I want to facilitate people to go out and find those patriot businesses, vote them up, and let the world know about them. On the other hand, there are other people out there who don't have the gumption to 
walk past that sign mandating they do something. Yeah. And that's quite all right. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. They just want, they want to be able to use the app to avoid those businesses altogether. There you go. Right. So you have a vanguard of people and then you have the people coming up behind, but at both of them self-reinforce and both of them starve the beast of our compliance. Awesome. So that's the breathe easy app. Once again, B R E A T H E Z dot org. You oh, can you see it there on the screen. You know what? Some people might be wondering why it's called breathe easy. Yeah. So, and, and where's this 1920s look coming mm -hmm. from? And, and uh, this came from a, a conversation that I had because I, I'll, I'll let the viewers in on a little secret. The first name of the app, and Chris, you might remember this, was Mask Hole, <laughs> right? I was gonna call it the Mask Hole Mapper. And uh, that was the first iteration of the idea. But then, of course, as as you we thought that might have been too on the nose, a little on the nose and probably would get us kicked off the App Store pretty quick. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, by the way, so it's going to be available on iOS, Android, and there's also going to be a web app. And we're creating the web app, especially for when the App Store kicks us off. Right. Right. Nevertheless, the reason it's breathe easy is because uh, what I realized is as I was going around testing these businesses. And like I said, you just kind of had to know. You just had to know that that business wasn't going to hassle you. And I realized that we were basically, Chris Ann mentioned the other night, that history is, is repeating itself. Mm -hmm. In this term, and this time it's rhyming, right? Self or the same overreaching government, uh, but this time it's about this, not alcohol, right? And I realized that these businesses that weren't going to hassle you were kind of like the speakeasies during prohibition. Right. You, they couldn't advertise that they weren't going to enforce a mask. They couldn't advertise that they weren't going to, that, that they were going to sell you alcohol. So that's where the name breathe easy comes from is it, it's kind of like a speakeasy, but for the COVID stuff. Very cool. Very cool, man. I love it. Can't wait. So you're thinking probably first of the year. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, so if anybody's interested in helping to beta test, um, by all means, please reach out, breatheeasy.org. Send me a little note if you're interested in helping to test. Uh, more testers, the better, obviously, and because we want to try to break it. But yeah, we're looking at probably the beginning of the year Sweet. and then a hard rollout, maybe middle of January. 2022 is going to be an amazing year. So it's just be one of the tools we're going to, we're going to take it to the opposition. 2022, they're going to get smacked and shellacked and this is going to be one of the one of the tools to help do that i can't wait it's awesome man we'll appreciate you coming on and sharing that um always looking for tools and solutions to help us fight stand for liberty i think this is uh this is awesome it's going to be going to be amazing so uh rob altamere breathe easy the breathe easy app breathe easy.org b-r-e-a-t-h-e-z dot org check it out give your support download the app be a beta tester um and once new year rolls around let's take it to them taking it to them all right guys back to the rest of the show We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up. 
upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in she jail. She also tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say. We will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down?